want to get service, selection, and price so low. The record archive is the place to go. my minions of the Metal Inquisition. This is the Exalted Piledriver. You're listening to Grim Dystopians describing basically the fall of human mankind as we know it in song. Well, you heard, Gord. Let's get going. <laughs> <laughs> we can't keep Gord waiting. <laughs> that was a fun interview. Yeah, it was. Um, all right, so let's get to it. Let, let us do that. Uh, we have some national days. Yes. Of course, it is Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for those of you who don't know, he was an activist and civil rights movement leader mm-hmm. and a Nobel Peace Prize recipient. Uh, he fought fierce against discrimination based on race, color, religion, sex, and nat- national origin. Mm-hmm. And his name was Martin. Yes. Yep. I'm <laughs> well, just reinforcing what you said. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we observed that day. It's a very important day in our history. What about people that are listening in different nations? Well, that's why I went into it because mm-hmm. I'm. I don't want to imply that somebody like we should. Yeah. Here doesn't know what Martin Martin Luther King Jr. Day okay. is, but maybe somebody yeah. in Peru doesn't. Right. right. So that's kind of why I gave mm-hmm. a little background there. We should. Uh, we should do. Uh, Different countries' national days. I like that. Yeah. I'll do some research on that. All right. We can uh, expand our horizons. Yeah. Um, in addition, we have Cheese Lover's Day. Mm. Mm, not sure. Uh, Butter Crunch Day. Okay. And National Dish Jockey Day. Okay. Um, and I have a little backstory on this Dish Jockey Day, if you're interested. I'm interested. All right. We're all interested. I love it. Gord's waiting. <laughs> the first dish jockey was an experiment on the airwaves. In 1909, 16-year-old Ray Newby was a student under the supervision of Charles Doc Harold at Harold College of Engineering and Wireless. He played the first records over the airwaves before the word dish jockey even existed. What started as an experiment from the Garden City Bank building where the college was located in San Fernando, California, was soon being replicated by radio broadcasters across the country. Initially, Newby primarily broadcast his news, music, and entertainment live. It wasn't until 25 years later that the radio commentator Walter Winchell coined the term dish jockey. Hmm. It's pretty cool. That is cool, yeah. And it goes way back farther than I ever would have imagined. Yeah. 1909? Yeah. And that's that's today anniversary. Yep. So last week, last Monday was the anniversary of the first um, live radio performance, right? Oh yes. Uh, sorry, I misled you. This is just the national day. Hmm. Um, I don't think it was on this day in 1909. Oh, oh. Okay. This is just the national days. I got yeah. I haven't gotten to the on this day yet. Oh. Okay. Oh. You jumped ahead. All right. But it is kind of related. Okay. 
Um, I wish my middle name was Doc. <laughs> I know. How do you? It's like a good name. To yeah. Have. I well, and, and it was in like quotes, so I feel like he earned the name Doc. Yeah. Yeah. I think I feel like I'd have to have like gray, slick back hair to be named Doc. Gray. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> What do you look like, Robert De Niro? I don't have any of that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I have a fucking head like a light bulb. <laughs> light bulb. <laughs> uh, don't bald shame yourself. <laughs> um, okay, so I bald also shaming. have, <laughs> I also have uh, an interesting this day in history. Okay. Um, the the name of the article is football player turned murderer born. Mm-hmm. Um, Ray Carruth, the pro football player convicted of hiring somebody to kill his pregnant girlfriend, was born on January 20th, 1974 in Sacramento, California. Hmm. There's a lot happening in California. Yeah. Um, yeah. So let's see. On the night of November 15th, 1999, Carruth, a receiver for the NFL's Carolina Panthers, and his girlfriend, Sharika Adams, 24, went to see a movie in Charlotte, North Carolina. Later that night, they each got into their own cars and began driving to Adams' home. Carruth drove ahead of Adams, who was in her third trimester of pregnancy. Shortly after 12.30 a.m., a vehicle pulled alongside Adams' car, and she was shot four times. Adams called 911 on her cell phone and indicated that Carruth had somehow been involved in the shooting. When paramedics arrived, Carruth was gone. Adams was taken to the hospital where her son was delivered by emergency cesarean section. Adam died from her injuries a month later, but not before giving statements to the police implicating Carruth on the crime and suggest- suggesting he had slowed his vehicle and blocked her in from escaping the gunshots. Well, that was, he was a good guy, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah, it's sad. Mm-hmm. I'm glad uh, her son made it, though. Yeah. Um, they ended up being, everyone involved was later convicted. Hmm. That's uh, pretty crazy. And on this day in music, Ozzy Osbourne bites the head off a bat on stage in Iowa. Hmm. And that was in 1982. Hmm. 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 Fucking gimmick. <laughs> I I like Ozzy, but he was full of some gimmicks, or at least his fucking promoters were. Yeah, like the pissing on the Alamo thing. He did not piss on the Alamo. <laughs> he pissed near the Alamo, maybe, but not on it. <laughs> but it sounds so much better. <laughs> Sorry, that's all right. Um. So I feel like you're biting off my murder pedia a little bit. I'm sorry, it just happened Fucking that way. Me? It was on this day in history. Mm-hmm. I had to seize the moment. Mm-hmm. I thought it was cool. It was. Two birds, one stone. Yeah. You took one of my stones away though. Sorry. Well, so I have you no could stones. Still, you could still have your segment. I'm just stuck with this light bulb. Head. Anyways, let's no play stones. some music. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's play our local bands. All right. We're going to start with Wald Hexen, mm-hmm. who we've been waiting forever yes. for recordings, yes. and we finally received them, finally. and they sound magnificent. Yep. Um, so we are going to be playing the song, The Oblation of One for Many. Yes, and I heard a rumor that this may be getting, this is available on Bandcamp right now, mm-hmm. with some really fucking cool artwork. Uh, yes, yeah. their artwork is awesome. Um 
and I think this may be getting an official release at some point soon through Severed Records. Which is pretty cool. Yes. Because um, Barrett mainly focuses on the uh, brutal death metal. Yeah. Yeah. So. It is cool. Yeah. Then after that, we're going to hear Inhumatus with Erasure. And then we're going to go into Valperga with Pry from Cold Hands.
All right, so I want to take a minute to talk about Valperga. Do you mind? Take all the minutes. Okay, thank you. So Chris Golding uh, shared this with us, Mm -hmm. and it has kind of a cool backstory. So this was recorded in 2002 at Watchmen Studios, Mm -hmm. and it has Fred from Within on bass, um, Greg Herman on guitar, Eric Burke on vocals, and then, of course, Chris Golding on drums. So two of our Salako guys mm-hmm. um, in, in this recording for Valperga, and it's kind of cool. Um, Everyone in Salako has been in... 48 different bands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure about Jason, but everybody else. Yeah. I, I think it's pretty cool. That's, yeah. Um, but Chris said, so he listened to the show last week, and we played Inertia from Buffalo. Mm. And um, he said he remembered a band back in the day, yeah. also called Inertia. From Rochester, right? From Rochester yeah. that Greg Herman was playing drums on. Mm. And then he went and like dug out this recording and shared it with us. So mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah, just like a, a little tiny piece of Rochester history. Yeah. Um, and it was kind of funny because we were listening to it and you were like, Oh, I kind of hear Salako in mm-hmm. here. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it's kind of cool. Yep. Yeah, I like it. So thank you, Chris, yeah, thank for you. sharing. Thank and you. actually, this is kind of cool. So um, Greg Herman, who played guitar, mm-hmm. switched over to drums mm-hmm. and moved on to Siopis, which is another mm-hmm. local Rochester band. Mm-hmm. Um, and he actually moved out of state. He's um, a graphic designer. And he has like all this involvement with like the Avengers and Marvel and working on a movie and doing really cool stuff. Mm. So that is cool. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. There's, awesome. There's a lot of, uh, when you start digging into it, there's a lot of like, roots. Yeah. Yeah. Like people that either live here and are doing really cool shit or that did live here and moved away. Moved away doing really cool shit yeah 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 so speaking of chris golding i know you have a lot to talk about and i've like mm-hmm. talked I mean, your ear off this is good stuff i have nonsense to talk about oh well that's <laughs> not true yeah. well, you don't know what it is yet <laughs> i'm giving you the benefit of the doubt don't, don't do that um but why while we're on like the whole chris golding topic mm. we saw him he made it out to metal meltdown mm. um which he didn't think he was going to be able to no and if you weren't at Metal Meltdown, you missed out because yeah. Gates of Paradox mm-hmm. brought the house down. Mm-hmm. They were they sounded fantastic. They always sound fantastic, mm-hmm. but it was just like it was a really good show. Um, Brian Mason finally got to see him. He remembered to to stop over, yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and he really enjoyed him. So it was yeah. it was a fun night. It was fun, yeah. And we got to see everybody and hang out. So yeah, it's cool. And there's some uh, cool bands coming up the next. The next uh, Metal Meltdown. Yeah, they have like the next three, three or four lined up, and I'm excited about all of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a really fun time. Yes. And it's our kind of jam, number one, because it's at our favorite place. But number two, like it's like five to nine. Mm-hmm. Like those are our yeah. prime, o- those our, are like our party hours. Our geriatric metal hours. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's perfect. Doesn't yeah. get any better. Yeah. Um, so did you mention Eric was there? He was there too. Oh yeah, Eric yeah. was there. So Eric, Chris... And Brian, yep, will be 
on that stage, I think, in May. They will be. Yeah. So that'll be cool they seeing be. them play there. Absolutely. Yep. You know I fangirl over Sulaco, so. Yep. You know I'll be there. Yep. Yep. And Lon's usually there, but he, I didn't see him. And yeah, I, I didn't see Lon or Danny. Didn't see Jason either. Yeah. I don't know that Jason always... I don't know that he goes to that, but he'll be playing with them. Well, he'll be going in May. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That'll be cool. All right. Do you want to play a couple songs or do you want to chat? Well, I want to talk about something briefly and then we can play some songs. Okay. Sounds good. All right. So have you heard of TikTok? Like the app? Yeah. Yeah. You have? Yeah. Okay. So, you know, it's a... Uh, they do like short vi- like video. videos, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. So there's a trend on there of... Oh, boy. Yeah. It's pretty fucking disgusting. Oh, boy. It's uh, it's people eating cereal out of another person's mouth. So, like the uh, the bowl, the cereal bowl is somebody laying on their back and opening their mouth. And the other person will pour milk into the mouth, open mouth, and cereal into it. And then try to eat the cereal out of the mouth of the person. And the person either bursts out laughing or gets sick or vomiting. And it, it's fucking, I've seen a couple of the videos and pictures. It's pretty repulsive. Hmm. Like, I adore you, but I don't think I could do that to you. <laughs> I just, there's just something. Yeah. Um. I, I mean, if somebody was like, "Eat cereal out of your guy's mouth, or I'll break your arm," like I would do it. Break this arm. <laughs> no, I would eat you cereal. Would. Yeah. I mean, I don't. If I had to do it to like a stranger or with somebody who had butter teeth, mm-hmm. I would opt for the, for the broken arm. What about what if it was an anus bowl? No. No. Break that arm. Break both arms. <laughs> <laughs> break one arm and beat the other arm off. <laughs> That I just weird. I don't know how, <laughs> how these trends yeah, how these trends know, start like and then how they become a trend yeah like yeah. the Tide Pod challenge like it still blows my mind that that was like a thing I know I think it speaks volumes to society uh, as a whole yeah I don't know and the power of pressure with social media or something I, I don't know. I, we talk about this a lot. I am so glad that I did not grow up mm. in the age of mm. social media. Mm. Like my, oh, our, yeah. our childhoods were vastly different than oh, yeah. childhoods yeah. today. Yeah. Like my mother would legit kick me out of the house and be like, you're not coming home until the streetlights come on. Yeah. I do not want to see your face until the, like she would make me go outside <laughs> yeah. to play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I definitely couldn't have been trusted. No way. So, what age do you think it would be appropriate for you to have, like, a smartphone? What age? Yeah. Mm. Like, if we had a kid. <laughs> oh. I don't know. I struggle with that kind of stuff because I'm, like, I don't know. I, I think I'm too socially liberal. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I really feel like that, that's a really hard one because I feel like people really need to be in charge of their self. If they're not hurting somebody else, they should be able to do whatever they want. But on a side note, when it comes to 
your offspring. That's kind of different. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Luckily, uh... Luckily, we don't have to worry about that. Right. So back to uh, your mom kicking you out until the streetlights came on. Yeah. Do you think... Do you think mom had her own agenda? I was like, get get out of here. Oh, I'm sure. I'm going to be doing this or that. Um... I don't think it was anything... I think she, she didn't want to see my face if she didn't have to. And it was like, it's not dark out, so go show your face somewhere else. Okay. So I'd go like hang out at my friend's house or like ride my bike around or whatever. But I actually think it was good for me. Like, yeah. I think it kind of socialized me a little bit. Yeah. Like it made me <laughs> make friends and mm-hmm. play mm-hmm. like a normal kid. Mm-hmm. Yep. Normal back then. Normal back then, that yes. Not normal now. It is not. But I feel like I would be like that old school parent if I had a kid. Yeah. Kinda. I don't know. I go back and forth like you do. Yeah. Like I feel like kindergartners go to school with iPhones. Yeah. Would mine? Mm-hmm. I don't know. But you're saying it. Like, Probably not. Would mine? Like, would I be in this situation or no? Well. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't sound like it. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying like from my perspective, not our perspective. I got you. Uh-huh. Like I'm just talking from my perspective you're, right now. You're being selfish. That's why I don't have a child. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's play some songs. So let's listen to a band that Demonic turned us on to. Uh, yeah. Uh, the band is Latitudes and they're from the UK. And this is like a... Uh, maybe modern black metal with doom elements. Definite doom elements, yeah. Folk kind of stuff in there. Kind of a different mix of elements put together and uh, it works really well. Yeah, it does. And uh, the song is Fallowness. And then we're going to go into Sax, a speed metal band from Massachusetts, and we're going to play Killed by Speed. And this is another Shadow Kingdom band. Yes, who is it is. Label of our beloved Fatal Curse. Yes. Who we talk about every episode because they're <laughs> awesome. <laughs>
when that happens. What? When you get killed by speed. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. It's the worst. It is the worst. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about chainsaws. Okay. When you think of chainsaws, what? where do you think they were... Uh, why were they invented? Mm, paper mills. Paper mills. Okay. Okay. Do you think you're right? Uh, probably not. No. All right. I, I was surprised by this article I came across. <laughs> That's so dumb, paper mills. What? I don't know. I mean, like papers made out of trees, right? <laughs> yeah. What do you cut trees? I don't know. <laughs> kind of makes sense. Um, so this article is from Popular Science, and it is uh, about the, the it's another chapter in the dark history of agriculture. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Um, so this cites the invention of the chainsaw was, this was from the 19th century. Uh, two Scottish doctors developed it to assist with difficult childbirth. Wait, what? Yeah. The chainsaw? That's right. It says, uh, oh, I'm sorry, the 18th century. Two Scottish surgeons devised a solution that they can employ when faced with difficult childbirth. Rather than use a knife to widen the pelvic area by slicing through cartilage and bone to extricate a stuck baby, the two developed a chainsaw to make the cutting easier. Oi. That sounds horrific. Yeah. Um, and it says, while this sounds ghastly, the doctors were actually trying to lessen the agony endured by the women who needed their pelvic bone separated. The knife just took too long. Um, their modified knife with serrated teeth on a chain could cut through I... the bone and tissue more quickly. Oh. Um, it says, if circumstances warranted it, the doctor would grab the saw, which had a handle on both ends, and wrap the chain around the pelvic bone, pulling each handle so the chain would cut into the bone. Later, the device was outfitted with a hand crank. Um, thanks to this innovation, difficult childbirths were described as merely agonizing as opposed to extended torture. The procedure was dubbed a symphysiotomy. Symphysiotomy? Oh. Um, and remained in use in the medical field as surgeons noticed how efficiently it could improve their work um, I guess that was used for amputations as well. <laughs> and it says it, it became, it was part of the 19th century surgical toolbox until the C-sections grew in popularity. Hmm. Nope. That sounds horrifying. Yeah, you know, we learn about these like medical practices that they did back in the day mm -hmm. and they literally sound like torture. Yeah. Like, could you imagine what my surgery, the surgery I had to go through on my face, mm -hmm. what that would look like in the 18th century? <laughs> like, uh, you'd look like Picasso. <laughs> a Picasso I'd, painting. I'd wake up with an ear on my yeah, cheek. like Toxic Avenger. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> That's too close to home. So, yeah, this is... Uh, That's crazy. That's crazy, yeah. No, thank you. I'm wondering... Uh, if the husbands were like, whoa, I'm out of here after that. Like, what? what's that like after that heals up? 
They're like just uh, uh I don't know. I mean, I back then it was probably like a somewhat normal practice. It's just maybe. I bet it popularized like the uh the Merkin. Give me that Merkin with the extended growth and super thick <laughs> and Merkin comb overs. <laughs> yeah, right? To hide that mess down there. I don't know. I think it was probably considered the same as like a cesarean section today. You do? Like people don't think that that's a, a mess. It's just like a scar. Yeah, but... Don't be superficial. Uh, well, that woman endured a lot. Uh, yeah. But I, I'm, guess, Those I'm guessing that didn't heal up like a C-section. Who knows? It probably. I know we've mentioned this on the show before, but it probably looked like Barney's mouth when he burps. <laughs> Unless they got that special comb over Merkin, <laughs> then they could hide that. Yeah. Yep. Mm. I can tell you're not amused by yeah. <laughs> me poking fun at it. I don't know. I guess I look at it from a different yeah. stance because yeah. it is. It's uh, pretty horrifying. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it is. Hmm. Hey, we didn't talk about something last week. Okay that I thought was really funny. So you traveled mm-hmm. and you came home on Thursday yeah. and I happened to have plans that evening. Mm-hmm. So um, we park in a garage, right? Yeah. And as I was, and it's a really tight garage. Mm-hmm. Um, and as I was leaving, uh, you were coming mm-hmm. in, but it was dark <laughs> and I couldn't see it was you. Yeah. And I was having trouble. I felt rushed because mm-hmm. like somebody was there waiting mm-hmm. for me to get out of the spot. Because I was I, honking, flashing my lights. Because <laughs> <laughs> I parked right by the door. Yeah. Um, so I finally like get out and I was like, well, you know, this person waited for me. So mm-hmm. like I'll wave and go about my business. Mm-hmm. So I did that. Mm-hmm. And then like, once just at the split second that it was like too late, I realized like, oh, that was my guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I probably should have known that before like this second. Um, that was, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> so I had dinner plans um, and I told my friend at dinner, I was like, I just had the most awkward exchange mm-hmm. uh, with my dude. Mm-hmm. And she's like, what? Like, you guys have been together 15 years. That still happens? I'm like, apparently. (laughs) Apparently, we managed to make that happen. (laughs) And then when I got home, you were like, man, it looked like you were going to kill me. And I'm thinking, oh, that's just like my normal resting bitch face for those that don't know me, I guess. That's what I... (laughs) I was thinking (laughs) that, like, uh, is that her resting bitch face? Or did I do something that I'm not yet aware <laughs> <Nope>. of? <laughs> I didn't even know it was you. So that's what I look like to common folk. Huh. Well, that's, that's interesting. <laughs> and I, the funny thing is, I thought I smiled. Oh, no. That was no <laughs> smile. <laughs> huh. I don't know. All right. Let's play some swans. Yeah, l- let's play some. All right, first up is Fabuli from Canada with Awake. Yep, and then after that we're going to hear Lothric, which is a another really cool one-man black metal band from Canada. The song yep. is Possessed by Strength. And then we're going to go into another black metal band, uh, Realm of Wolves with Old Roots Oblivion. Mm-hmm. 
over here jamming out. Yeah. <laughs> we did absolutely nothing this weekend. I know. We actually had plans, mm-hmm. uh, but the weather just sucked. We did have plans. Um, and... Yeah, so we just stayed in. Yeah, we stayed in. Ended up wasting uh, a fair amount of money on a bullshit sporting event. Yeah, you know, we need to reconsider getting those UFC fights. Yeah. I don't know. We feel empty and more yeah. dead inside after every one of those that we ordered. Yeah, like immediately after they're over, I feel like buyer's remorse. <laughs> 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 I think you actually feel that way often before they're even over. I did last night, yeah. <laughs> no, some of the, I don't know, some of the fights were good, but, um, yeah. So we've mentioned um, that you've kind of had like a crazy schedule with work, mm. um, which makes it a little difficult to coordinate things for the show yeah. um, with outside people. Yep. Uh, so the last couple of weeks, it's just been you and I. Mm. Which has been fun, um, but I don't know about you, but I love having other people on the show. Yeah, it just adds like a different dynamic, yeah. and we get to learn about people and Definitely. connect with people. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are things in the works. Mm-hmm. Um, it's quite a few things. Yeah, um, quite a few things, and I'm actually really, really looking forward to. Mm-hmm. So don't worry, you guys aren't stuck with just the two of us yeah. for much longer. <laughs> um, we are just really hell-bent on not ever missing a Monday. They're probably thinking, oh, oh good. <laughs> I was getting sick of listening to the light bulb and the rest in bitch face. <laughs> and you just named our episode. <laughs> um, so, while we coordinate things, um, I don't know if we're going to be able to have somebody on for next week um but it things cool things are coming we promise Mm -hmm. just hang in with us let us get through you still again have more travel coming up yeah so um but we'll figure it out we'll navigate through it and we have good stuff coming up um so shows coming up um we mentioned last week that we are very excited to see our friends in charmer Mm -hmm. On the 29th yeah. at the Bug Jar. Yeah. Um, rotting in Rochester. We have a funny story about that. We'll we'll have to bring that up sometime. Rochester. <laughs> um, Friday the 31st at Photo City. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so we mentioned those two shows. Mm-hmm. Um, Photo City is doing like a an event... Um, Toilet Bowl Sunday mm. 2020 mm. for the Super Bowl. Mm. Um, the Iron Maidens mm. are coming up at the Montage mm. February 7th. Mm. That's a Friday. Yes. We've seen them. Yes. Uh, really good show. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Crowd was weird, but <laughs> yeah. again, yeah. we'll talk about that another time. <laughs> the band was great. Crowd was Yes. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, the next Metal Meltdown, second Tuesday of the mm-hmm. month, February the 11th, mm-hmm. uh, hallucin- Hallucination Realized. Mm-hmm. That's cool. the that's the featured band. Nice. So, Yeah. And then I'm looking, uh, 
We have never been to St. Vitus Bar. No. And it's absolutely 100% on our bucket yeah. list. Um, and I thought at one point I was going to get crafty. Like, we don't do, like, the whole Valentine's Day thing. Right. We've talked about it before. Yeah. I hate it. It's not that I'm jaded. I just think it's fucking stupid. Yeah. Um, buy somebody $400 roses that die on a day that you are supposed to... I don't know. Mm. It's just weird. Um, but Blood Incantation, um, Dysrhythmia, and Artificial Brain were playing February, are playing February 14th, mm. which was a Friday. Mm. I was going to surprise you with tickets, mm. but they're sold out. Mm. So why are you telling me? <laughs> <laughs> well, because I thought that would be like a cool thing to do for Valentine's Day. <laughs> yeah, like, not because it's Valentine's Day. I was going to do this really awesome thing, but no, I'm not. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> The, nah, nah. Then I realized your head looks like a light bulb, and I was like, fuck that. <laughs> fuck that motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, that would have been cool, though. Yeah. It, it, I mean, yeah, it's going to be a cool show, but we have to get to say Vitus yeah. Bar. I, I really want to check that place out. I've heard awesome things about it. They have awesome shows there. Mm, um, it's in a really cool area. Mm. There's, a, so. there's, I believe, a few metal-type bars around NYC that we need to check out when we're there. Yeah. Well, There's a lot yeah. that we need to do in, in New York City. There was, um, when I was in Denver a few weeks back, mm -hmm. there's a few bars there that I've always wanted to check out. I've only been to Denver twice. Well, I was outside of Denver last time. Like near Boulder, but anyway, you fly into the Denver airport. Yeah. But uh, I was going to try to go to these, at least two of the bars this past time I was there, but I didn't get to make it. Yeah. But they, they look really fucking cool. Yeah. They're, I think they're both, the two that I was going to go to are, are both breweries and microbreweries and bars. Mm, that's fun. Yes. Well, we'll make it there. We I have, would, we have a lot to I do. I would love but, to. But we'll do it. Yeah. All right. And one of them, I can't remember which bar it was that I was reading about, but they have a jukebox, I believe, and they only allow metal to be played on it. Oh, that is fantastic. Right? Yeah. That's amazing. <clears throat> hmm. I like that. Yeah. We talked about um, having some kind of, like, making some kind of jukebox. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we do. We have something kind of like that. Yeah. Music server. But we've talked about a lot of bullshit, right? Yeah, I know. Not bullshit. Good stuff, but like, I don't know. It just never comes to fruition. Yeah. <laughs> like, we've talked about how awesome it would be. I don't know how feasible, but how awesome it would be to have, like, a full-time metal-themed bar in Rochester. I would love to do something like that. It would be so cool. Like, we could do coffee by day, mm -hmm. beers by mm -hmm. night. Mm -hmm. We love our craft beers. We'd have all kinds of craft mm -hmm. beers and awesome music. Mm -hmm. and We'd have, yeah, we'd have metal bands. We've also talked about doing a, um, <laughs> a metal-inspired uh, food truck. Yeah, yeah, we have. That actually, that I want that to be our retirement Yes, band. yes, that sounds fucking so cool. We'd have, um, we'll have to find the right area to do that, but... Yeah. Like, I don't know. 
If we roll up in downtown Rochester with a metal <laughs> food truck, <laughs> we might get a few people, but I don't know how popular. We would just have to hang out like near the bug yeah. jar. Yeah, I bet they'd appreciate <laughs> Photo it. Photo city. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, enough of our bucket list dreams. <laughs> Let's play a couple songs and uh, wrap up episode 41. Let's do that. Go ahead. Uh, first up is Space Chaser from Germany with Waves. And then after that is The Lump, a death metal band from France. The song is Scabs and Crabs. Better get that merkin'. 